go what's up y'all it's your boy dju 312 i ain't from dallas but i d-town boogie real life street stars in that dju go crazy Real life street stars. We got them in the building. Hey, DJU, DJ University. Hey, uh, what's the catchphrase? What's the catch line? DJU go crazy. DJU go crazy. Yeah. Man, welcome to Dallas, man. Uh, uh, fresh out of, for those who don't know, um, the South Side Chicago, right? That's that's a fact. Uh, fresh out of South, South Side on. Um, and people are now kind of giving you your flowers after about two years into this interviewing game saying like you are really coming to be the person that's kind of uniting uh some aspects of the south side of chicago and stuff like that okay. man so first of all welcome thank you thank you thank um, you for the show i appreciate you having me here brother definitely um i, I don't know do we want to go in the backstory how, how far we want to go in the backstory let's yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to go in the backstory, man. You know, you, you did a, a bunch of interviews. Um, sure. Your most recent one, of course, uh, oh, you tell your story. I seen um, Adam22. Uh, shout out to No Jumper. Right. Uh, getting your story off. Right. Um, for those that don't know, um, you came up in the South Side of Chicago on 63rd? No, no, no. Hell no. 64th? You've been watching too many of my interviews. You trolling. You trolling already. <laughs> No, go ahead, go ahead. Tell us what part of what part of um No, I'm I'm from the south side of Chicago. Uh I guess it's considered the southeast side of Chicago, you know. Um in Chicago, when people ask you where you from, you know what I'm saying, it it that answer um is it comes with affiliation. You know what uh. I'm trying to say? So when niggas ask me where I'm from, I'm never repping the block that I'm from. So you'll never hear me mention the exact street that I grew up on because they got shit going on that I don't associate myself with. You know what I'm saying? So the block that you're actually from, from lived on, right? they got a, their own situation. You know what I'm saying? And I don't hang with them. So, you know what I'm saying? Whenever people ask me where I'm from, I don't rep that. You dig what I'm trying to tell you? No, I dig exactly what you're trying to say. Cause so, they, I'm from Chicago. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Were. The south side of Chicago. So let me ask you this, man. I want to kind of start off and preface it like this, man. Do you feel like the south side of Chicago is dying or thriving right now? Um, the South Side? Um, well, right now we got a whole bunch of um, immigrants coming off the bus from Venezuela, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got, a, we got a terrible migrant crisis in Chicago. You will see them all uh, camped out in front of the police stations. Wait, they're coming from Venezuela? Yeah. Were they getting dropped off at O'Hare or something? Or what? Man, they, they getting dropped off somewhere. They coming on the bus. So wait, It's a bus load. They gotta come from, you know, technically Venezuela, Mexico, Texas. Right. right. Wait, so they're getting and going they, up to they Chicago. They get it shipped up to Chicago, they get it shipped up to New York, they get it shipped up to Philly. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Uh this real deal too though. Yeah, no. Nah, more. I, they coming in. Um, like I say, they sleep outside of the uh the police stations. They outside of tents, you know what I'm saying? Um are they are they are they violent? Is, is, is well is, not yet, right? Yeah, but I say they 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 just got there, so a lot of them still just getting adjusted too. Um, but I have been reading like um of burglary crimes, you know, committed by migrants, you know, robbery, stuff like that. It's the holiday season, it's getting cold outside of Chicago, so I'm sure you know some crime is gonna start spiking. 
Okay. So okay. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can say the South Side of Chicago is thriving, but I don't want to say it's dying either. You know, that sounds too pessimistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll just say we're trying. Ah, I like that. I like that. All right. Um, for our audience, you know, uh, they may have recently seen um, you go viral on our channel. When we, of course, questioned Charleston White, uh, who about the gun um, stuff? Yeah, I about the gun clip. stuff. Yeah, we put we put that out there. We questioned, like, man, what happened? What happened? He, you know, he spoke his piece. Um, so we always love to get two sides of a story, right? Because what was his side of the story again? Just his side story is like, man, he wanted you to go viral. He said, man, this okay. uh, the interview. He said the interview was doing all right, but he said he felt the moment to really take it to the next level. Okay, and he said he he did all that to hopefully you know how to. To 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 you know monetize Tied it and it, right. make it go crazy, and I believe you did. It, it did yeah. get, it get it got national attention. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> now that you're here, right, DJU. Um. I have to ask you, uh, when that happened, um, go ahead and tell us from your perspective. Right. Thank you. Thank you. What that was as right. it was happening. Because let Charles and White tell it. It was quote unquote stage. Right. Let now. When you're saying that it was staged, that sound like everybody was in on it. Everybody knew what was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that definitely wasn't the case. You feel me? So even though I get what he was doing, it still could have went left just because we didn't know that that's what was, was going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So thank God I got a cool, calm, and collected demeanor. Um, but, you know, that could have went any which way. You know, you pull out a gun and a during the interview. Yeah. So it, it caught me by surprise. Yeah, what what were you what was going on through your head like um this yeah, nigga crazy. Yeah, but I say let's just do it like this. Have you ever had a gun put out on you in before in life? Uh uh nah. Hell no. Nah. Okay, so that might have been the first time a person yeah, brandished a gun been, to possibly use it in front of you. Well, you know what? We be around guns all the time, yeah. so many guns. I mean it's more so in the sense that someone actually was in a heightened sense in talking to you and saying, nigga. But I ain't even, I didn't feel threatened. Okay, not that's at right. All. That's what I, I asked. Did lie. you feel any type not, of. No, I ain't Okay, yeah, okay, okay. That kind of surprised me though. Like everybody was like, damn, why are you so calm? Like, but nah, I, I mean, I knew he wasn't gonna shoot that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That'd have so, been a wild story. That'd have been a you wild know? Story. <laughs> I knew he wasn't gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, facts. <laughs> so, you know, he recently just, uh, Indirectly shouted you out. Yeah. Um, he was on Cam Noon's podcast. Yeah, and he spoke about uh, Cam. You know, Cam Noon talking about watching his back and having to move around. And he said he was actually able to pull up to your situation, your studio. Mm -hmm. And he had mentioned that it was around the corner from Old Block, where he had to ride through Old Block or something like that. <laughs> is that is that true? Did y'all like take him on a y'all take him on a tour and say, hey, hey point out the windows? Hey, this is. A hey, look when we talk about. Was that true when it come out of Charleston White mouth, right? You know, you can just flip a coin on that, right? Was it true or was it false? Was he in character or was he in person? Was he being for real or was he just talking shit? You never know with Charleston White, right? Yeah. So, hey, I don't know. <laughs> was it a problem to bring Charleston White out there? Was that a problem? Like, did people get mad at that, that you brought Charleston White? In oh, yeah, yeah. I, I received a lot of backlash from it, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't none like crazy. Uh, any publicity is good publicity. So the fact that they was talking about me was cool enough for me. But yeah, it was a lot of people talking stuff about it. Yeah. And uh, so right, stay right there because I want to, uh, of course, you know, as we spoke off camera, 
Um, you started doing this YouTube thing about, let's say, two years ago. Right. And um, uh, congratulations on the success you had in two years. Um, I've seen uh, where you, of course, got your YouTube plaque. Mm-hmm. Dedicated, dedicated to your granny. You know, yep, uh, rest yep, in peace. Appreciate that. Um, and uh, from what you did, you know, you took off in a city that it's like, man, you know, uh, we're gonna talk about the Zach TV situation, but it's kind of right. hard to, you know, really try to get out of the rap career. Like, I'm just curious of what made you want to even put a face to to DJ you uh, as a as a platform. You know, we're off camera right. right now, but you chose to say in this city, I'm gonna put a face and interview these rappers and these artists? Well, what ended up happening was like, okay, so when I first started doing the interviews, I was just behind the camera, you know, the regular setup, you know what I'm saying? Um, it would just be me and my camera. Um, but once I linked up with my team, Royalty Productions, and they had more than one camera on deck, I was like, well, you know what? We, we might as well put all these bitches to use, you know what I'm saying? Let's put two on the guests, let's put one on me. And we just, that's just how that happened. We just had the equipment, so I was like, let's put it to use. Did you have any trepidation about being on camera? Like, like now I'm going to be a face of certain situations. I know you don't know how it's probably going to work out, but like I'm going to be the face well, of Well, I, I ain't going to lie. I didn't even think about that part, and I definitely wasn't putting myself on camera for no clout or fame chasing type of reasons. You know what I'm saying? I, was just, I just wanted to add context to the interviews because when we watch these interviews, we always see the guests, and we always hear the voice behind the camera. So I thought if we just start showing who is asking these questions, it could add context right. to the video. So that was the idea, you know what I'm saying? You could have um, been an Arab or a white man. Huh? You could have been a white man, we wouldn't even know. Right. How damn. But I wanted to show that this is a young nigga, you know what I'm saying? He one yeah. of us, you feel me? Uh, He's relatable, you know what I'm saying? His teeth fucked up, he needs to go to the dentist, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to show imperfection, I want to show flaws, um, because I feel like relatable content is the best, you know? Nah, that's real. Um, were you not worried, as far as um, Zach TV, he passed, what year was that? Zach died in 2019. 2019. Um, were you not worried about getting into this game uh, to have, like, basically, uh, uh, does Zach TV situation ever make you say, let me hold off on, you know, pushing nah, the envelope forward? No, nah, not at all. And RIP Zach. RIP Zach for I, I sure. Never, I never met Zach. I only saw him one time. Um, the one time I saw him, we was at LA Fitness. And I, re I regret not speaking to him. But we was in the gym. He had his headphones on. I didn't want to bother. I didn't want to be on some fan shit. You know what I'm saying? You already in the bit. Were you already looking to do? At that time, I was just DJing, so I wasn't even thinking about interviewing. But I knew who he was, and you know I admired his work. But I had never even thought about doing it at that time. My interview aspirations came like years later. You know? Did you have criticisms of the way he did his interviews? Going to going to actual pulling up to the spots. Well, I did, right. I did used to always wonder how was he able to pull off certain moves he was making. But after like paying attention to his content and paying attention to how he moved around the city and paid attention to the impact he had on the city, I knew that he was loved. You know what I'm saying? So I never um, I never looked at his death as something that would keep me away because death happens every day. All of us go die one day. So I ain't never going to live life afraid of. Like so the only thing that's guaranteed in life, you know what I'm saying? Facts. You had mentioned that it was a, a situation of being on the wrong place at the wrong time. 
Is that kind of known throughout? Or? That is, yeah, that, that is kind of, that is kind of what happened with Zach in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, like just recently, uh, last weekend, I went out, I was at the same club that Zach was last out at, you know what I'm saying? So even in my mind, as I'm pulling up to this club, knowing I'm finna go in here and hang out for a couple of hours, in the back of my mind it is, damn, this this was Zach died at, you know what I'm saying? Sure, you want to hang out here tonight? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. So I do have those type of thoughts. You know, this is still Chicago. You know, I ain't, I ain't gonna act like I don't be slightly paranoid sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you you rather be safe. Definitely. Uh, now you just interviewed. Uh, can we say? Can we? In Charleston? Can we? Can we speak yeah. on it? Yeah, we. Yeah. We uh, you just interviewed Charleston White again um, here recently. Um, that interview, of course, uh, it'll be on the uh, DJU uh, channel, DJU TV. Mm-hmm. Um, in that interview, uh, that was, um, I believe, the first time you interviewed him in 2023 or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. First 2023 interview, uh, I'm explosive. Did anything you take from that interview that, you know, you either didn't agree with or agree with what he's saying? Because, you know, of course, you're down in his neck of the woods to actually come do the interview as far as coming to Dallas Fort Worth. Right. So, um, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I don't really be in the business of like agreeing or disagreeing. (laughs) Right. I let people do them. I let people say whatever they want to say. I let people, you know, get their rocks off. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to provide the platform. I'm not, I'm not really the type of guy to go back and forth anyway, like even off camera in person. You know what I'm saying? I like to listen. So when people talk, I listen. Regardless of whatever they saying, I'm just going to be quiet and listen. I take my reactions home when I'm driving or, you know what I'm saying? When I get home with my people, man, this nigga crazy. He was in there talking about, you know? (laughs) But at that time, I'm literally just being a student and I'm just listening. And then I think in addition to that, me as a person, I'll be having delayed reactions. So Charles White could say something right now, but it probably won't register until we sit down and edit the content or until we put it out and I'm looking at it on TV like, damn, he did say that, you know? Uh, but the interview was great. I love talking to Charleston White. Um, I told Charles before I came back down here, uh, Charleston White is the best guest that I've had on my channel. So when it comes to interviewing him, I do be slightly nervous. You never know what you're going to get with this man. Yeah, that's real. And that's that real. goes back to when you asked me about when he pulled the gun out. Hell no, nah, I didn't. <laughs> that shit, you feel me? We was That interview was so positive. We was talking about real... African-American issues. Like, you know, we weren't talking about no bullshit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just went crazy. So I didn't know what we was going to get this time. But I'm glad that we got the cool, calm, collected charts because that's the one that I like to talk to the most. Any hot takes that he spoke on that you were like, oh, wow, that's, yeah, I'm surprised he's still on that. We, we talked a lot about uh, the, the the FBG duck trial that's going on yes. in Chicago. Um, um, I asked him, you know, if he would list King Von as... Uh, disrespecting King Von as his claim to fame. And he said, no, nah, but I will say Tuca in Chicago was my claim to fame. Yes. And that was enough. Because if, if you list Tuca in Chicago as your claim to fame, you might as well put disrespecting King Von in there as well. You might not want to admit it, but I'm telling you how we, the viewers, how we pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was King Von DJ, you know what I'm saying? So I pay attention to a lot of things that's King Von related. You feel me? Definitely, um. All right, so let's speak on it, um, and let's touch on just King Von himself. Uh, 
of course, you know, we lost Mo3 right. um, in 2020, uh, about a week after Chicago lost King Von. The whole world lost uh, King The whole world Von. lost King Von. Show that. And um, he was in Dallas, like, literally, like, uh, a few weeks a few, before a that. A few weeks before that with Asian Doll uh, doing a show at a club on Northwest Highway. So um, it was kind of close to home to see two of uh, our legends mm-hmm. or our you know, rising legends mm-hmm. go. Now, recently, Trap Lord Ross did a documentary right. on King Von. Did you get a chance to watch that three hour? I, I, I looked at some of it. I didn't sit and watch the whole four-hour documentary yeah. of it just because uh, some of the things were false. But he did a great job, and he did extensive research. I won't take nothing away from Trap Lord Ross. Me and Trap talk on a daily basis, quiet as kept. Okay, yeah. Um, but it was some of the things I was like, ah, all right, I'm, a, all right, I'm. A. How quickly in it were some things like how many minutes in were you like, nah? That I ain't gonna lie, it was pretty soon. It was pretty soon. <laughs> it was pretty soon. Lost credibility early on. But that's just because I know what I know. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, the work and the research that he put into that, that was a great job. No, it's sure. crazy because Traveler Ross did a Mo three doc. You know, we interviewed. Uh, I watched Roy, that one. Roy Lee. We interviewed. You know, we interviewed a lot of it. And early on, we're like, wait, that didn't. That, where did he get that from? Yeah, and that's yeah. just wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because we know, no, but yeah. I know he's he did a great job from not being from here. Yeah, getting that kind of information. I'm like, yeah. wow, you did it. Yeah, it, right. He all the way in the UK. Yeah, just, <laughs> I'm saying, how you you that far and you got that close mm-hmm. without? I'm like, that's pretty good. So um, even if some things were, you know, what I'm saying incorrect, you know, I won't judge him based off that. You know, what I'm saying that's a true journalist work that he yeah. did. Um. So I want to ask like this, as far as um, uh, King Von, his passing, um, for you being tied so close to him and uh, just knowing the violence in Chicago, mm-hmm. that most rappers, you would tell them to get out of Chicago. If you're trying to make it, there's no reason to be on your block. Right. Get out. Of course, he was in Atlanta, um, right. away from home. Right. Of course, the situation happened to happen. Uh, what are your thoughts when you see that situation as far as you know, so many things that could have been... Avoided in this scenario. Man, you see the smile on my face? Hey. Every time somebody asks me what happened or how did I feel or whatever, I always smile because that was a life-changing moment. You know what I'm saying? And it was one of those things that, you know, you know when shit occurred, it felt like the worst thing that could happen. You know what I'm saying? And you sad and distraught. But as time goes on, what they say, time heals all. And you look back and you like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Um, when Von died, that changed the lives. Of, that changed a lot of people's life, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Von really was like that. Like he really was, and that's the reason why we still talking about. Him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you um, feel like he was too much like that? Like the, maybe, like the world really the like world really don't know how bad nah, things were. He was like that. Do you think it was? <laughs> no, he was really the, the, like the world that. paints a picture, right? And they're like, right. Oh, man, he, he's wild. Even for you, do you like man? That hey, if y'all only knew. Man, look, we all men, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But we all different in our own ways, you know what I'm saying? King Von was truly one of a kind. Facts. It ain't too many that come around like him, you know what I'm saying? We was talking about this at breakfast earlier, like, like, like King Von is like God to the real street niggas, you feel me? King Von caught a body, beat a body, got out, rapped about it, and got rich. Yeah. That's every street nigga dream. Yeah, yeah. That's a, to I'm, do this shit, beat the shit, then get out and rap about it and make millions off of it. Yeah. I remember Tupac shot some cops. Beat it. Well, you know, beat it for the most part. Got out and was able to talk about it. Like, ah, damn, you shot cops? Right. And that does put a godly, godlike complex to you. 
Um, did you feel? And I'm just just here, you know, just we're having a real conversation here, right? Do you feel like um, Bond made a band on borrowed time based on getting to that level of uh, you know success and fame? Based on I, when, the when demons I, he was when, running from. Well, now you're trying to get deep, and I don't yeah. mind getting deep yeah. with you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Cool. Because, like I said, um, the 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 life that King Von represented was a life that every street nigga wanted. So that's a life that's only gonna be short lived. That's not a long lived life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're living a life that hundreds and thousands, damn, that however many number you want to put on it, these young niggas want to be just like you. So it's gonna be one nigga that's gonna be outside, one nigga take you out, or you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's what come with this shit. You feel me? Yeah. Vaughn was fearless. You know what I'm saying? He was tough. You feel me? Yeah. So, so that's what we talked about in my in my last interview with King Vaughn. King Vaughn was killed out of fear. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. got popped on some scary shit. Dude was he was scared for his homie, so he popped him. Facts. It was a fluky shot. He popped him. He hit him in the right spot. No, facts. And uh, based on um, King Von's history, I could see them, you know, that could be used in court of a real fear of being like, man, I'm, this is self-defense for the, the whole block. I mean, it was, you know, it was just a demon came out and uh, yeah. I could see that being used to say like, yes, that person had a reason to fear for. Him. Yeah. And, and it's a few, it's a few years after the fact. Uh, we all know the reputation that King Von carried, you know what I'm saying? And so because I was affiliated with King Von as his DJ, I'm not going to sit on your couch and act like King Von was an angel sent from heaven. You know what I'm saying? Folks was really outside. He doing shit. He was. And them people paid him a lot of money to get on the microphone and rap about that shit. And that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so long live King Von, you know. Long live. That's, but that's, you know, that's, that's the life he chose. Being from Chicago, is it okay to like, because King Von, he put his hands on somebody. Can you do that in Chicago? Get a straight fight? Like, it, I mean, that, if you do that, you're going to have to worry about what happened afterwards. If yeah. you beat a nigga up in Chicago, he's going to come and want to kill you. Because yeah. now he's embarrassed. You just humiliated so that, me. That's why I was like, when Von did that to, uh, to um, Rondo, like, is that something that you do in Chicago? Just run up on a nigga? Oh, you probably won't see that happen in Chicago. Not for real. So he just, like, when he did that, he just like, I could do that because we out here. I mean, nah, nah, hold on. Vaughn go do that wherever. Vaughn don't give a fuck. Vaughn is on site. If he tell you it's on site, nigga could be at church. Nigga could be at the bank. Nigga be at school. You feel me? Yeah. He don't give a fuck. Vaughn is different. To give a nigga like a one-on-one, it's, you got to kind of have some type of respect for him. A right. Bit, right? Is he that want, what that was? Like? No, nah, he wasn't giving him no one-on-one. He would just go beat on his ass and keep okay. it moving. He knew he had 100 niggas behind him, so it wasn't going to be a one-on-one anyway. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that Vaughn need a hundred niggas because he go do what he want to do regardless. Yeah. But what I'm saying is to answer your question, no, nah, you don't get that going on. Like, you know, yeah. uh, because niggas know the consequences that could come from behind that. And that's the reason why niggas just rather shoot it out because don't nobody even want to go risk a fight that's going to lead to a shootout. We might as well just shoot this motherfucker out. So uh, we had Tuka Mama uh, come sit down on the couch and tell us a story of what, to me, again, we're in Dallas, Texas, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you outside world look in and maybe somebody could argue us down, but what looked like might have kicked off um, this Chirac war, or this war in Chirac, was the death of Tuca. Okay. At least that's how the media portrays it. Right. Is that 
possibly a fair statement, even though I know there was already violence going on and whatnot. Would you say that brought immediate, like worldly attention? No, not, not. Because academics then came in and started interviewing people and it was around that time. I don't want to say that was a thing, but it was okay. around that time that cool. kind of brought that worldly view to it. I mean, in that in that regard, it was either Tuka or JoJo, but I'm yeah. trying to think who died first. Was it Tuka or JoJo that that died? But to answer your question, it was really when they killed little JoJo that things really, really, you know what I'm saying, got fired up. Um, the Tuka shit is just like, you know, they talked about smoking on Tuka so much it became lingo. You know what I'm saying? And now everybody is saying it. You know what I'm saying? But Tuka really was a person. And Tuka really does have a family, you know? Yeah. And that be the whole angle that, you know, Charleston White be attacking. Like, yo, this was really a little boy, you know what I'm saying, that was killed. And now the whole world talking about they smoking on him. Like, you know? Was that a thing before as far as smoking on? I think all the smoking on the dead ops came from smoking on Tuka. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, yeah. It's crazy. Um, Are you surprised how far that type of lingo has gotten? Like, into mass media like now, like where you can kill somebody in Call of Duty and they make them a pack. And it's like, I, 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 I won't say I'm surprised. And the reason why is because like, I saw it early in 2012, like Chicago just got like that. Um, we got that aura that everybody just fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like we got our own way, you know? And so it's like, you know, I don't know. I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised when uh, everybody was smoking on dead niggas. I wasn't surprised when everybody start calling girls thoughts. I wasn't surprised <laughs> when niggas start calling enemies ops. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at that point, the way we was doing shit, and you know, we on the internet with our shit, so it ain't even just in the music. You know how many Chicago niggas that the fans crazy about that don't make music? Them be the niggas I be interviewing. You know what I'm saying? These some niggas that just got a crazy street reputation. And, and, and the fans just be, they just be infatuated with it. They do. Uh, did you did you know Tuka? No, I didn't know Tuka. Um, it, his mom act like he was just very innocent. Okay. Like, well, right. Well, I didn't know Tuka, right? Yeah. But let's talk about that because that happens all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, not talking about Tuka. I'm not singling him out. But what I am, you know, talking about is what he was getting at as far as... Uh, when a young man die, you know, the family, they get in front of the news and, you know, to show the kindergarten graduation picture and act like this was just, you know, the most innocent kid. Now, I can tell you what I know about Chicago. It ain't that much innocent. It ain't that many innocent bystanders getting hit. You know what I'm saying? It be a lot of killing and a lot of shit going on that shouldn't be going on. But that should be coming from somewhere like, you know. I'm yeah. 32 years old. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody. You feel me? Shot me. You know what I'm saying? I've hey. been in Chicago my whole life. You know what I'm trying to say? Hey, I hear what you're trying to say. So I hear what you're trying to say. You know, I'm not saying Tuka wasn't innocent. So like I said, we ain't even talking about Tuka right now. But what we're talking about is when the young men get killed and how they family just make them out to be, you know, an old soul, super duper innocent ass kid. When it's like, nah, mama, your 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 little boy was just outside bad as hell. I hate to break it down to you. So let me ask you then, um, what are your thoughts on academics' coverage of Chicago at the time he was doing it and the backlash he kind of got afterwards? I ain't gonna lie. I never paid attention to academics. That was, that was some internet shit to me. You know what I'm saying? And at that time specifically, we were still outside. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
like I said, the trap lower raw shit. You know how yeah. you'll look at it and you'll be like, yeah, yeah, push that. So that's kind of how the academics content was for me back then. You know what I'm saying? So when he had the one shot rack, yeah, I hear about it. You know, I click, see what he. But the moment I hear something that I know ain't ain't right or ain't correct, I just exit out because now they just saying anything for the internet. Um, when it comes to the the streets where you see an O-Block and you hear about, you know, this ain't 64, this is 63rd and things like that. And it comes down to really like a street over blocks or beefing. Is that is that correct? Like literally, like in Dallas, you might have a, 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 a East Dallas versus South Dallas, West Dallas versus North Dallas, something like that, where you got to drive some miles to get yeah. to somebody's situation. Yeah. This have is you ever been to Chicago? I've never been to Chicago personally. Okay. And I, I went downtown when I was younger, never okay. to never through the hoods. So look, this is how the blocks line up. So let's say, let's say you currently on 59th Street, okay, and you want to drive south, okay. If you want 59th and you want to drive south, that means you got to go past 60th, 61st, 62nd, 63rd, and so forth. You can go all the way out to the hundreds, all the way to fucking. 183rd, depending on what street you're on, right? Uh, yeah. to, to, to be more specific so I could paint the picture. Let's say you on 59th and Halsted. Yeah. Halsted is a street that's going to run all the way down to 183rd. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is these niggas grew up on 63rd. These niggas grew up on 64th, which is what? The next block? Next block. Over. Yeah, and they into it. Yeah, it's like that for real. So wait, so these are like this is the same bus stop. Y'all gonna have to go to the same they, school. They, so if right, so they riding the same bus to go to school. How does that work? Like, like it's like I could see it being a not saying a constant war, but bro, it's up every time, especially Damn if it's near. really up. Damn near. Depend on how motherfucker feel that day, right? So you, you were might mention- get a pass. Well, or you might you might get your ass. So you were mentioning a lot of up and coming rappers didn't finish school. Right. Um, was it because of beef or was it just because of like school's just not interesting I want to chase a rap career I mean probably both at that time but it was I know a lot of guys that dropped out for safety reasons I know a lot of guys that dropped out because they couldn't go to school no more like they got too many ops at school and shit it's just a war zone you feel me what is one of the main like high schools in that area uh, what you would say like Robinson right Hyde Park Robinson yeah Who's yeah. the principal of that motherfucker? Joe Clark? Who the principal? Y'all, 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 got, y'all, got, y'all got free Mr. Joe? Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different, you know, it's different high schools that, okay, you know say He must have a nickname or something. It's just... 63rd, he might go to Yeah. Yeah, do teachers, do they get paid more to, to teach these, at these nah, schools? Hell no, nah. that's why they, that's why they don't do what they supposed to do. No, I ain't gonna say it like that. Shit. Damn, it's, it's, I mean, I would only, you know, you watch movies like, uh, Higher Learning or uh, 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 what's some other movies with uh, the, School Days? The school Days, uh, Dangerous Minds. Okay, right. You um, talking about the high school movies? Yeah, like, the high school movies. Coach were, Carter. Yeah, like where you be like, damn, it's kind of hard to teach at this motherfucking school. Yeah, crazy do, ass kids. Do the young, yeah, do the young thirteen, fourteen? Because Vaughn was when I look at the, what, let's say, what Trap or Lost, Trap uh, Lord Ross put out there. Mm-hmm. Like Vaughn was like. 14, 15, like... Outside doing shit. Shit. Like, he was bad as hell. Yeah, it's hard to teach a, a young man like that. Hey, kinda, now, one thing I did disagree kid. with Charleston White saying in our last interview was he said he don't believe that kids are born bad as hell. Now, I disagree with that. Well, you believe a child could be born bad? Hell yeah. Out the womb. 
Yes. Some kids do be like that, bro. My little brother was like that, bro. Heathen. Demon. You feel um, me? Like, do. we came out the same womb. We are two it, totally different people. I think it's called, like, terrible twos where you figure out, am I a badass kid? Because you get allowed to do things when you're two. Okay. That you say, oh, I get allowed to. Well, two was too close to birth. So if you bad as hell at two, he was bad <laughs> as hell when he was born. Yeah, right. Now that's facts. Now that's facts. Hey, I, hey okay, okay. And so, you know, the kids that be, I right, look at it. You look, they, they badass little toddlers. They just running around getting into anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now they badass kids. They at school. They fighting. They getting bad grades. They don't want to follow rules. What type of adult is that person going to be? Hey, not so. Not hey. Outcome doesn't look good if you shake that. He gonna be. Off. He gonna either be dead or in jail. Damn near, yeah. right? He that's the type of life that he living, right? Right. Um. When we brought uh Mama Duck in and Tuka Mama in and a few other um, these are all women who men weren't in the picture. Is that like, is that a norm where like young boys are growing up in single, oh, for single, sure. single parent households sure. where I like to, I like to uh I like to shout out. Like my generation of men, like men like around my age, I feel like our generation are producing great fathers, but that's basically because we all grew up without fathers. So a lot of us grew up like, man, we don't want to put our kids through what we went through. You know what I'm saying? But back in the 90s, you feel me? I was born in 91. Niggas weren't growing up in two-parent households. Like, like everybody in school was growing up with a single mother. If a motherfucker found out you got your mama and your daddy at home, nigga, what? <laughs> nigga, what? You lying. You got your mama and your daddy at home, you lying. Nigga, what your daddy do for? Are you lying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even believe it. You feel me? For real. What guests on your platform that you had that had the worst reputation? The worst reputation? Yeah. Like, as far as what? Just being like that in the streets. Ooh. Who got the worst reputation of being like that? Uh, on, 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 huh? Right. Oh, oh no. It's, it's. Oh, hold on. I'm, I can say a name, but I want to answer because he said worst reputation. That sounds kind of bad. Like worse. Who got the worst reputation? Um, because I don't want to say it like a. Well, nigga just like, say now. Let's say the most gangster. Okay. Okay. Cool. Because uh, I'm thinking about Tay Savage, right? You know, we interviewed a guy named Tay Savage. Uh, his storyline is basically, you know, um, two people had killed his homie. And he killed spent the block and, and, and took care of them. Right. Yeah, it was a woman and a man. Yeah. And he ended up he ended up beating the case. So he could talk about it now in interviews. Um, but man, we be interviewing so many different types of, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, like hey, not really, uh, uh, the one young lady. Um, the that had to do with the pedophiles. I forget her name. Uh, Which one? Dark skin. Oh, no. uh, uh, Janice Hart. Yeah, man. I mean, the the her. I mean, I got to give you your composure because I'm like she's telling you a wild ass story about man. having to you know suck some D at twelve and stuff. And I'm like, hey, people always salute me for like my drill interviews, but they don't never really tap into the porn interviews. Like my porn. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you you pulling some shit out of them, man. You yeah. having like real therapy sessions? Yeah. So I've actually learned a lot about women and little girls growing up, you know what I'm saying, from my interviews with the sex workers, because they all kind of like share the same thing in common, which is like being molested at a young age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, that, that, and that one experience, that one uh, sexual traumatizing experience done shaped the rest of their life, you know? Yeah. And so when I talk to these young ladies, I'm not talking to them to get my dick sucked by the end of the interview. I'm talking to them to get to know how did you end up 
waking up every day to do this as a profession. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to be you got to be some type of crazy in your head to be fucking on camera for a living. Let's just be real. That is real. You know that what I'm saying? You got to be some type of crazy to just want to do this with different men for whatever amount of money. It ain't no amount of money in the world for a motherfucker to just be doing that for a living. You know what I'm saying? That mean your self-esteem down. That mean your confidence down. That mean you feel like you can't do shit. Yeah, we yeah. we talking about that off camera saying that it's crazy that, you know, bills and the need to pay things have women devaluing their bodies to say, Girl, it ain't my, that serious. My, my pussy costs $40 today. It ain't that serious. Like, that's that's You can wild. find a way to pay that bill. God damn. It ain't that serious. I would love to see DJ U be able to sit down a person who was victimized with their with the actual person caused the victim to have a conversation. Man, that'd be too that might crazy. Be, yeah, that might be but crazy. But you know, you know, you know, the guys that that caused this trauma, they they somewhere hiding. They, 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 they always hiding. That's what I'm saying. To be yeah. able to pull them out and say, I'm gonna put I'm gonna stare you in the face and we're gonna have a conversation yeah. here. We'll we'll never have that conversation. <sighs> nah. If we we'll Dr. King and Malcolm X would be alive again <laughs> before we had them conversations. Nah, for real. Now speaking of spreading, you know, your uh your palette as far as interviews, you just interviewed Dr. Umar. Right. Um, that was a very uh, uh, informational interview as right. far as just his thoughts on the structure of America, things like that. Uh, what did you take from the interview and being able to interview? How'd you even get that interview? Did he, did he really hit you up? So, that? like, I like to keep a different type of, like you said, that's more like what we call an informative interview, you know, or an educational interview, you know, where most of our interviews be for entertainment purposes. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep a balance on my platform, you know. Um, it's cool to laugh and joke, you know, but sometimes we do need to know what the fuck going on in our city, in our country, in our world, you know? Yeah. And so I just needed Dr. Umar to kind of help me put that on the platform, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I'm I'm not as intellectual as I want to be. I look up to guys like Dr. Umar Johnson, uh, Charleston White, 19 Keys, uh, yeah. The uh, what's the name? The black, the black Wall Street trapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I look up, I look up to those type of guys. Like me, low key. I wish I was some smart ass, big word using ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, like, right. That's right. what I want to be in my <laughs> old man life. Don't we all? Don't we all? So, you know, I like to interview people that I can learn from. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I, that's that was the reason for the Dr. Umar interview. What would you have said if Dr. Umar would have walked in with a snow bunny, a young little 22 year old snow I'd, bunny? I'd have been like, damn. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, what you all got? Yeah, what you all got? <laughs> no, Stay focused, my brother. Yeah, like you've been distracted lately. Um, uh, I got to get your thoughts on what Nick Cannon did with the Chirac movie. Okay. In Chicago, man, how how did he represent the city, in your opinion, man, on that musical? Well, the shot. Okay. Well, first of all, <laughs> well, first of all, shout out to Spike Lee. Shout out Spike Lee first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, it's a real one. At the end of the day, it's a Spike Lee joint. It's a Spike Lee joint. Okay, and I'm crazy about Spike Lee joints, okay? Hell yeah. That's a fun fact, okay? Hell yeah. So, I ain't got nothing bad to say about it just because it's a Spike Lee joint. Like, I'm one of them type of niggas. Okay, you know okay, 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 okay. It's certain niggas that I'm just like hella loyal to. Like, they work like a Spike Lee. I'm hella loyal to his work. R. Kelly, I'm hella loyal to his work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lil Durk, I'm hella, You know, but... But but to get to your yeah, did you have expectations and were they met or were they undermet? Nah, this shit was boo boo. Nah, shit. <laughs> like it, it definitely didn't capture what we had going on at the time, and that's what we all thought that the movie was gonna. Man, do. that trailer came out. I said, oh shit. But but he left a great message in that movie. It went over everybody's head because everybody wanted to see some bullshit. Everybody wanted to see the killing and the woo. You know what I'm saying? 
But that man left a message in that movie. What was if the these, if our black queens would keep their cootie cat to themselves and, and, and stop allowing these niggas to go outside and do what they want to do and still come home and have this, shit, niggas will tighten up. I, that I, was his message. I a thousand percent agree with that. That was his message. I do believe See, women don't know how powerful they are. Right. On some real shit. That women the, don't know how powerful the control they, they have over what our influences yep. are and why we even do yep. things is really for them. Yeah. Or based on how they feel. Or based on what, yeah, based yeah. on what they how real they shit. how they make us move. They I see a so lot of a nigga outside doing a whole bunch of bullshit and, and he got a woman at home that's condoning that bullshit when he go home, he's gonna continue to do it. Man, come on. Whether that woman is his mother, his sister, his girlfriend, his daughter, it don't matter. If a woman is approving his actions, he's gonna continue to do it. If a woman tell him, no, you need to stop doing that, bro. What the fuck is you doing? You tweaking. He's going to reconsider his actions. So what do be the motivation for a lot of the violence you see, like, when it comes out of Southside Chicago? Niggas be chasing clout. It's clout. Clout be the... So it don't even be about the women. Niggas be trying to look good for the next nigga. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Niggas want to show off show off they, they, they are mirrors. Niggas want to, you feel me, show off they gun. Niggas want to brag about what they just did to somebody. A nigga go outside and do something just so he can... Brag about it. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to give you this exclusive, right? Let's go. This is a real exclusive. They go they go tweak when I say this on camera. Let's go. Let's go. Real life three stars. A lot of niggas be doing this shit just so they can look good for little dirt. Oh. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, Dirk had a lyric saying, like, you know, the more and more famous he get... The more matter niggas might get. Might have to end the interview soon, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, man. No, wait, no. I gotta, I gotta ask. That might have went over their head. Yeah, I gotta ask. I gotta that ask. Might went over their head. No, because they say the more famous he get, the more mad niggas literally get. Like, is that? Dude, dude, can you feel it in the air? Like, the more famous dirt get. The more niggas that's still on the block is like, oh, oh yeah, hell no, nah. oh, yeah. yeah. Just... Dirk on top of his game, right yeah. Now. Like I see niggas so like, how you think they feel? Oh no, no, it's you know what I'm saying? <sighs> was it was it the Drake feature that kind of took it overboard? Like, like oh hell no. I mean, not, that's not... that that's gonna be that's everywhere at no, the time. I was, that's... Uh, I was I was I was actually in the studio with Lil Dirk and OTF when um. Drake sent the video through. Like, so when the video was finished oh, and Dirk was watching it for the first time. Yeah. Um, what, what's the name of the song? Uh, um, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Right, Laugh Now, Cry Later, right? And just seeing the excitement on Dirk's face when he watching this video, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, damn. You know it's about to, it's about oh, to change. Lit. <laughs> he got a song in the video with Drake. It's up. <laughs> it's up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but some people, they'll look at that and, you know, frown. You know, they'll be jealous. Niggas be envious. And niggas always jealous upon niggas that they grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they get left behind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When y'all both started the same spot. But see, this is what niggas don't realize. You weren't, you weren't left behind. You just got outgrew. And that happens. You know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing to take personal. But of course, everybody work with feelings. And you know what I'm saying? Niggas gonna be emotional. But um, it's, it's, I, I say all this to say, bro, it's a lot of young men who live life um, addicted to the approval of another man. You know what I'm saying? This man hot, he lit, he got it going on. Man, what can I do so he can shout me out in his next song? Mm. That's real. No, I can see that. 
I can see that. Because Dirk loves shouting niggas out. And if Dirk shouts you out, you get a DJU interview. But these niggas right. trying to do anything right. so, listen. For, 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 for Dirk to shout them out. Yo, you get that attention. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all some shit right now. Nah, hey, you give you give them some game. You give them some game. Um, so I'm just curious, because you know, y'all had some people that came before um Kanye West, right? Chicago, uh Twister, Chicago, R. Kelly, Common. Um, are these people uh held to like like a certain standard, like when you mention the name, it's like, oh yeah, is it pride taken when you say R. Kelly, uh, Common, Kanye? Like when those names are being mentioned in the world, do, do young kids get still excited about those names, or is nah, it names yeah, like nah. Dirk that get them excited? Right. Like, well, you know, those were our forefathers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, ain't nobody. <laughs> nobody got. That. You know, they want that. You know, they want that. They want that drill shit. You know what I'm saying? What about crucial conflict? Remember them? <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all being too funny right now. Shout out to Cole Hart, though. We interviewed Cole Hart. But no, nah, that shit, you know, that shit old now. You know? No, no, I, I, I know it's old, but do they get respect, like, coming in? They don't, get the, they don't get the credit they deserve, yeah. but it's just because we live in a new time, and there's been so much that then took place since yeah. their time. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's like, you know, to discredit them. It's just a new era. So would, would you ever give them an interview? Yeah, we interviewed Cole Hart. No, okay. I want, I'm, I'm for all of Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I'm not discriminating, you know? No, definitely. Uh, I think you was on Adam 22 when he asked you uh, your, your favorite interviews uh, that you, or your, your dream type interviews. And uh, one you said was the Obama right. uh, daughters. Right. I'm just curious uh, if you, if you want to give it. What would you have asked him? Like, what, what's one of them questions you would ask? Just one of them. All right, so... Um, what's one of the questions I'll ask? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know what a question I'll ask, but I think the concept of interviewing the Obama daughters is 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 huge. No, it's a that's why so I found some questions. Yeah, that's why I was, I'm like, that is huge. I didn't think of that. That shit went over Adam 22 head. It went over his head. He was he was trying to he's look so damn white, he don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, he he like, what? Huh? He's like, why not Michelle? Like, God I'm God. like, bro, we're talking about the former president daughters. Like, these are some young ladies now. Right. They're in their 20s. Come on now. You know what I'm you saying? They got it. something to say. You feel Come me? I want to know what the fuck they got going on. Much better story. Yeah. <laughs> Much better story. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I imagine it like, because, okay, like with my channel, I, you know, obviously it's a Chicago-based channel. You know what I'm saying? And yes, we've we've made a lot of noise with the past two years, man. But I could show you a whole list of Chicago names I got written down that we haven't been able to get to. So I'm I want I want I want to interview everybody, you know mm. what I'm saying that has made it um, to be successful from Chicago. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, when I talk about people like Kanye West, Common, Lupe Fiasco, Twister, Shauna, um, Jeremiah. Oh yeah. Uh, ain't Donnell Jones from Chicago? Oh, oh damn. Lisa Ray, the Brett, Patrick Beverly, Derrick Rose. You know what I'm saying? Like we could go. Like you know. So I still got a lot of work to do. Uh, but Mike, definitely the Obama twins. Michael Jordan. You can sit down with him. Uh, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. What, what, what would you want to get off? Just on nah, some nah, Chicago nah, shit. Me and Mike. I like to talk about a lot of deep shit with Mike. You know what okay, I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, the main topic with Mike is you know. He he, I ain't gonna lie. I be coming with shit people probably don't even want to talk about. Yeah. I do want to get deep. Like, what's up? Like, what what happened with your pops, bro? Because I heard, nah, for real. 
Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Let's really talk. Enough time has passed. Let's, you know yeah, what let's saying? Like, get out what, your feelings. Let's really talk about. But he probably ain't gonna want to talk about that because even though a lot of time passed, that's still a sensitive subject. We talking about his pops. But yeah. I be having questions like that on my mind. Nah, that's real long. What are your thoughts on the Diddy situation? Diddy crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what Diddy you got from it? You know what? Nope, nope. I'm gonna give you more. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, because I used to be a huge P Diddy fan. On the low. Um, as far as him being a mogul and an entrepreneur yeah. and able to, you know, do music business, do clothing business, you know, be endorsed by alcohol and you know what I'm saying? P. Diddy had it going on. Yeah. Um, but I lost touch with Diddy some years ago, bro. It's before all this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was seeing a lot of interviews about him um having something to do with with, with, with Biggie Small's death. You know what I'm saying? Seen a lot of that kick up. Um, and I was a real big fan of Big, right? Like I said, I was, I was a real big fan of, of Puff. Yeah. So therefore, Big comes in play. But when I look back, all I'm saying is say, when I look back over the years, man, I don't know. It make me scratch my chin. Like, I don't know. Man. I yeah. think Diddy has something to do with something. Or yeah. he knows something or something. Because that was his artist. That was his And own. this, we talking about Big, right? So like, you know, this 2024. Yeah, rappers get killed and die every other day. I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, it happened. Yeah, he's speaking to the, the right. What's going on? But what I'm saying is, back then, you feel me? It wasn't like that. It was not like so. That. When Big died, that was a big deal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. You felt he move on too quick uh, with the music and. I feel like Big and Pac was like sacrifices for the rap game. Oh yeah, we wouldn't be able to be where we at if they didn't die. Yeah. Nah, we won't be where we at right now if Pac was still alive. I could definitely if fall Big into that. Was still alive. You know I what I'm saying? I into that. Um, I, I, I do look at Diddy and I say, man, that looks like a person who was uh, power could get, definitely get to your head uh, and some shit could go down. Uh, his son, uh, uh, Justin Combs, he just threw up uh, GBK the other day, you know what I'm saying? Gang shit. And he went online. Oh, he threw down GDK? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, I, I, ain't, I ain't no gang member. I ain't no gang right. member. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Like, right. the people like, you know, and I'm not, nothing against like the Chris Browns and the Waynes out there. Those people that have been in the lifestyle of success since they were teenagers. But what are your thoughts when those people on that level just, you know, need to throw up the forks? Well, well, uh, Dude ain't know what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? That was just like when, uh, what's her name did it, right? Glorilla? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Ago, Glorilla, she yeah. took the picture with Fabio. But she said she did it because she said, I'm going to do what you're right, doing. Right, because he yeah. was doing it, right. Yeah. So, but she didn't know what she was doing. You not know what I'm saying? A lot of these celebrities, they just be doing, I mean, a lot of people, period, they just do what they see the person to the left of them doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's just, you know, monkey see, monkey do. But I don't think he meant any harm. I don't think he meant any disrespect to the gangster disciple nation. You know what I'm trying to say? He's fucking P. Diddy's son. Like we know he's not outside game banging. You know what I'm saying? So and even for the for the for those that reacted to him as if he was um game banging, like, you know, those are the people that be looking for clout and trying to insert themselves and beefs that ain't got nothing to do with them. You know? No, nah, facts. It's 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 a combs, like, you know. Facts. Um do you feel there was conspiracy around uh, Vaughn's death? You know, it's well, what happened was, of course, there was a lot of shooting out there. You know, the police was out there as well. Right. Um, do you feel like that's pretty much what it was? Or do you feel like, you know, some other people got hit too uh, that night? Yeah, R.I.P. Slutty. R.I.P. Slutty. Um, do you feel like there was more conspiracy to this or any kind of cover-up or that was 
straight up and down what it was. R.P. Slutty. Uh, shout out to my boy Louie. He had got hit in the head. Oh, damn. He survived. Damn. Uh, he was able to tell us his side of the story, you know, damn, on man. DJ UTV. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. He came uh, do I think it was a conspiracy? Yeah, just there's more to it that. Man, look. Uh, you know how earlier you asked me about it and I was like, man, you see my smile? Because, you know, sometimes when you think about the worst things, they turn out to be the best things. Yeah. But now we later on in the interview, you you know, you touch on the subject again. My whole my whole attitude is different. My whole aura is different. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. um, it be like that sometimes when I think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just really feel like Okay, because let me, I'm, 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 I'm going to break this down to you. How much time we got? I don't want to be too long, no, no, but I want to give you your time. shit, right? Yeah, we got some time. Because I didn't get this to no jumper. All right, you know what I'm saying? Hey, real life. I'm giving this to you, though, because you're a brother. You see hey, what I'm saying? Real life. Um, Let's go. And we're here on the love. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But, like, I, the night Von died, like, I actually, like, I, I, it was the night of his album release party. Yes. I coordinated the album release party. So what I mean when I say I coordinated it, I mean, I found the promoter, I found the club, you know what I'm saying? I found out how much Vaughn won't, and I put it all together. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. This was his album release party for Welcome to O Block that was released on Halloween 2020. Correct. Uh, or no, I think it was October 30th, I'm sorry, because that was T. Roy's birthday. Uh, and then, you know, we did the album release party the next week. Yeah. So let me just break this down to you from my perspective, right? Yeah. Uh, as we talked about earlier, King Von had a crazy reputation of, you know, being a being a street gangster, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For doing a lot of street shit. Feel? Yeah. Um, so when I was a DJ for the short period of time in which I was, I used to be like nervous as fuck before all his sets. You know what I'm saying? I used to be nervous and I didn't want to fuck up. Cause I don't know what this nigga do if I fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him to spaz on me. You know what I mean? Like exactly what you mean. He was a very intimidated person. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. When he walk in the room, you feel his presence for sure. Mm. For sure. Okay. Yeah. So, like you talk about the Dallas, the Dallas joint went. You know what I'm saying? Him aged yeah. out. Like I DJed that night. You know what I'm saying? Was nervous as fuck that night. You know mm. what I mean? Um. So leading up to that, uh, to the album release party, bro. I had to make sure I was on type of my game for that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I remember nights, brother, I used to, because uh, at this time I was living in Atlanta, I used to take walks around my neighborhood, listening to Vaughn's songs on repeat in my headphones so I could make sure I know all the lyrics, make sure I know when to, you know, jump in with the ad libs. And you know, because I'm the DJ, I want to yeah, keep it hype. Yeah. feel me? But when it came to his, the night of his album release party, brother, the day I woke up, it just felt it felt crazy. Like, it just felt different. It felt gloomy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I was nervous, excited, anxious or what, but I just had like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, like a big knot in my stomach. Yeah. Okay. This the morning of. Yeah. Okay. Now let me share with this with you. Right. So like I said, I'm coordinating it. So I'm in tune with the promoter. He calling me every five minutes. He's so motherfucking nervous. You know what I'm saying? Now he wants me to come down to the club and help him decorate, like put the King Von posters up. He wanted to put posters of King Von all throughout the club. He had some O-Block balloons he wanted to put up, because this is when we promote and welcome to O-Block. Yeah. Now, all right, cool. 
I was, I was, I was reluctant to help this man decorate this club. And the reason why I was reluctant was reluctant to help him is because before I DJ for King Von, I used to DJ for an artist named Cowboy. I'm with the gang, I'm with the mob, what was you thinking? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was like the biggest song of 2018, 2019, right? Thanks. I lost Cowboy job the night in which I had spent the whole morning blasting Cowboy pictures all across the south side of Chicago. Okay, let me let me go back so y'all can, I want y'all to follow me. Yeah, let's go. I spent one whole morning, it was Saturday, motherfucker, October somebody, 2018. I spent that whole morning putting up cowboy posters across the south side of Chicago, the Envy Me posters. Yeah. Okay? And by, that, by the end of that night, I was no longer cowboy DJ. I had lost my job. I was sad. I was fucked up. I was depressed. Because how was I just... Nigga, I'm up, nigga, going I'm up hard. posting your pictures. Yeah, going that hard. You feel me? Yeah. I'm up posting your pictures. And now I'm fired? <clears throat> so when so, so when the promoter was asking me to help him post these King Von posters, I instantly thought about the cowboy shit. I'm like, man, last time I helped a motherfucker post some posters, shit. That was the last time I heard from him. Yeah. That was the last time I worked for him. Yeah. That was the last time I, you know what I'm saying? So I had, I swear to God, bro, yeah, I'm, I'm telling y'all some real shit. This was on my mind. When yeah. this promoter was asking me to post these King Von posters, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Let's not repeat that. I don't know. Damn. But you know what? Come on, bro. You go, you, 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 you steady asking me, and I know, you know what I'm saying? You trying to get this shit done. Come on, bro. And that's just me. I'm going to always be a, all right, fucking come on, ass nigga. That's just me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if I got the time and the power to do it, I'm going to help out. So I say, I have to say, Man, I helped dude post them, put them pictures up in the club, put all the posters up, the old block balloons, all that shit. I helped him decorate that shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, so for things to turn out the way they turned out, and with me sharing what I just shared with y'all, how y'all think I feel after that shit? Oh, man. Uh, your you know mind literally playing play but it, but 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 it opened my eyes and it showed me, bro, trust your gut, bro. Trust your intuition, bro. You're not tweaking when it comes to your life, bro. Yeah. You not tweaking, bro. You know what the fuck going on around you, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Pay attention to the energy around you. Pay attention to the vibrations around you. Pay attention when God talking to you. There you go. Simply said. And it'll save you out of a whole lot of shit. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say, man, like I said early in our interview, bro, uh, death is the only thing that's certain in life. You know yeah. what I mean? When it's your time, it's your time. You feel me? Yeah. I feel like King Von lived his life. And when it was time, it was time. You know, uh, you had mentioned uh, you were at the Asian doll situation as far as when she was in Dallas with them. They were going through their thing. Right. And then they had linked back up. Do you right. feel like, because uh, Asian doll is, you know, Dallas is, you know, that's our little situation. So do you feel like that would have played out with them two being, to, being together in their success? From what you feel, do nah. you feel like they would have worked it out? <laughs> that, that, ship is so, that ship's old. You feel like... I mean, no, nah, I mean, okay. Von, Von did like Asian Doll. He did. You know what I'm saying? And she was in love with him for sure. Yeah. Um, but the way he was blowing up, he was going to get to looking at something else. Oh, yeah. I know how that life gets. I that's, know how that yeah, life that's gets. basically it. Okay. Von was the type. He was going to be trying to have a baby by all these, all these Instagram hoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going to be on that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and lastly, I just have to ask, and uh, I just get your take on it, because, again, I haven't been to Chicago. Mm -hmm. But when I do see... Um, you know, uh, we lost Mo3. 
uh, highway shootout. Looks, you know, wild. Yeah. You know, yeah. stop traffic. Yeah. And I'm like, that shit ain't supposed to happen in daylight and in, in, in daytime. Uh, I see the Gold Coast, which again, I haven't been to Chicago. I don't know how the Gold Coast works, but I hear that's a affluent area, affluent area where it's nice. And then, of course, the situation happened with, of course, uh, the Gold Coast is rich as fuck. Rich as fuck. That type of shit never happens in the Gold Coast. Yeah. What When you see that type of violence being taken out or being executed daytime at the Gold Coast, what this is your home. This is your city. Right. And again, you're a big part of the reason it's even right now coming together. What are your thoughts when you see something like that as far as like how bad things can and may get? Uh, where is that blatant? You know what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> I hate, man, this shit crazy, but this shit, okay, look, this is how Chicago is, bro. Let me tell you, it don't matter where you at. If somebody see, no, that's what I'm saying. If somebody see you, it, it, it don't matter. That meaning someone doesn't matter the consequences of it. Like, I mean, if they like, want you that bad. Yeah, like I'm willing to give my life because that's how bad I want you. Man, these niggas be crashing out, bro. Shit. These niggas be crashing out for a little bit of nothing. These niggas will crash out for a motherfucking bottle of Don Julio. Shit. A 3-5 or some Zah. They go crash out. A lot of these niggas don't be having nothing to live for, bro. And, and, and I feel like we as regular functioning, working adults, you know what I'm saying? We 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 don't really grasp that concept. No, I know but bro, exactly it's a mean. lot of niggas that ain't got nothing to live Person, for. Person uh 16 don't know what 19 probably going to look like. You know what I'm saying? I don't even give a fuck. Yeah, like that's crazy cuz that was a problem in the 90s back in the blood the Crips and Blood era, you know, it was like I ain't supposed to live to see 20. But Gold Coast where FBG Duck was murdered, bro, that is a uh, 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 a very rich white folks area. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the Bentley store, the Porsche store, the Tesla store, all that shit is in Gold Coast. And I believe uh, Duck was shopping at like some designer store, right? Like Dolce & Gabbana, some shit. Like, that's what's all down there, you know? So when you going down there and you shopping, you are feeling like it's safe because niggas fucking Gold Coast. You know what I'm saying? It's rich white women that's walking their dog. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, when you see a rich white woman walking her dog, you know you're in an area that you either safe or not supposed to be in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but not supposed to be in because of some niggas that's finna come get you, but not supposed to be in because they finna call the police. Like, exactly. this nigga don't belong over here. Um, but the duck situation was just unfortunate because somebody spotted him and, and, and made a phone call. But shit like that can happen at any given time anywhere in Chicago. You could go to the grocery store. If the wrong motherfucker see you and then he send a text message or make a phone call, like, guess who up here at, at Fair Play? I'm telling you. Um, if uh, T-Roy was a rapper, if he pursued rap, do you feel like, uh, based on just, you know, his status, would he be bigger than Vaughn? Nah, hell no. Okay, okay. Hell no. Definitely, uh, definitely rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, V-Roy and T-Roy, but... Yeah, V-Roy and T-Roy, the brother. Vaughn was one of a kind, like I said, brother. If Vaughn was still alive, he was going to be bigger than Dirt. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you another sound bite. They're going to be mad when I say it, but shit. Vaughn is what Dirt wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, Vaughn was really that guy, bro. So, nah, like... That's why we still talking about him. Like, how we still talking about Tupac? Yeah, 
They're going to talk about Vaughn is kind of like that. Man, come on. You know what I'm saying? I can see Vaughn being talked about for many years. I thought um, I thought Nipsey was going to be like that. Because, you know, when Nipsey died, everybody was Nipsey hustling crazy. I'm not going to lie. I got hustling and motivated tatted on my hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I fuck with Nip. Um, yeah, I think it was more for the positive he was doing, I think, at the time. Uh, he was doing a lot of positive shit as far as buying the block back. And yeah. And his, his shit, when he died, that shit kind of like... That shit came out of nowhere, like on some shit like, you know, Nip wasn't necessarily leading that type of lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. You know, so like when Charleston White be saying, fuck Nipsey Hussle because he was a rolling 60 Crip, that part I be disagreeing with because it's like, yo, that's where he come from. That's who he affiliated with. But who he is is much more bigger than a game banger image. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing, bro. I just want to I just want to share. Uh, we got to stop judging people up their past, brother, because people wake up and change every day. Really? You know what I'm saying? Um, hold a man accountable for what he's done for sure. Okay. But realize that people grow up and change every day. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. If this nigga getting up and he, and he take care of his family, he take care of his community, he got a, a masses of audience that's following him. They love him. They not looking at him like no rolling 60 Crip. Who was you to come on this camera and be saying, fuck Nipsey Hussle, because he was a rolling 60 Crip? Like, come on, gang, calm down. That'd be the thing with me and Charleston White. You know what I'm saying? But I love Charleston. I love, you know, his 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 point of view with a lot of stuff. And I have to ask, uh, you know, lastly, before we get up out, man, um, uh, I seen you going back and forth with 16 Shadow. Right. Uh, I think I watched a live to where, you know, Y'all was like, man, let's set up this, this boxing match and, and on hands TV. Yeah, for real. Like, let's let's go and let's go and do what we got to do. goddammit. it. Yeah. And then from there, it went to um, you know, like, hey, let's just do an interview. Let, let, let's right. let's let's talk it out. Right. Let, let's right. monetize the conversation, man. Right. What, and we still ain't had the interview. We still ain't had the interview. We still ain't had the boxing match. Right. What what is the genesis of that situation? If for those right, who don't cool. know, I'll answer that for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know this whole time I'm over here having fun because usually I'm over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, know what I'm <laughs> you behind the lights, I got that. But uh, now nah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave this with y'all. Then we we go. You know we gotta get on the road. Yeah. But uh, nah, man. Um, I think it's just a friendly competition. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a real aggressive, competitive ass nigga. So when I'm on your ass, I'm on your ass. You could be up. 200,000 subscribers. I'm on your ass when I got 20, and I'm telling you, all right? Look, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I'm on your ass, bro. You better you, you better pick it up. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Now, you up there at your 200,000, you looking at me in my 20 like, all right, <laughs> whatever. This ass <laughs> tweaking. Yeah. Now, you look up, I'm at 30. I'm at 40. I'm at 50. I'm at 60. You still at 200? Okay. I'm at 70. I'm at 80. I'm at 90. You still at 200? Okay, now I'm at 100. I'm damn on your ass, gang, because I just went up 80 and you still where you was at. So, okay, you just went up to 201. I'm at 90. You just went up to 202. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, look, I'm, at, I'm at 110. <laughs> you feel me? You just went up to 202. I'm at 120. Yeah. Every time you go up a thousand, I go up 10. So, I'm, 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 I'm on your ass. Yeah. You know how it be when you're doing the same thing that somebody else doing and, 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 and somebody new come up. You know what I'm saying? That's like being a star basketball player. Then the nigga transfer to your school and he can hoop better than you. You go feel some type of way because now all the niggas rocking with him. All the bitches jocking with him. And you like, damn, what the fuck? Hey. 
Why ain't nobody watching me no more? Hey. <laughs> you ain't you ain't balling like folks. Folks over there, he hooping. We fucking with him. You feel me? Is it is it all just a friendly competition, or does he ever say anything that you take personally? No, nah, I never take it personally, because okay. I know what it is. Okay, okay. When I first met um 16, I told him what was gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I had shit. first met 16 when I had first started doing the interviews. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the part he don't talk about. You feel me? Because one of our, we got a mutual homegirl, okay? This the part that he don't want to be telling nobody. We got a mutual homegirl that kind of like put us in the same room. Hmm. Okay? She knew I was interested in doing the interviews. He was already doing the interviews. So you know what? Y'all need to link. Y'all need to talk. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And so that's how me and him met. So when I met him, I told him, hey man, I watch your channel all the time. You feel me? 16 had started doing his thing when I had first moved to Atlanta. So I was in Atlanta keeping up what was going on in Chicago through 16 interviews. That's real. But as I discovered my interview ambitions, I realized he wasn't doing it a way that I could do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a DJ. You feel me? I know all these rappers. You know what I'm saying? I know how to talk to people. I know how to mingle with people. You feel me? Um, I'm not a game banger. I'm neutral. So I know how to talk to the GDs and talk to the BDs without it having to be any type of conflict. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, man, look, I know y'all got a problem, but I got love and respect for you. I got love and respect for you. And what we do here ain't got nothing to do with none of that shit. I'm here to get your story. You know what I'm saying? Shine light on your hood. And I'm going to do the same for them. You feel me? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 16, he just, he just looked up and he saw DJU took over. He ain't know how to handle it. You know what I'm saying? He started doing little, little, little fool shit, started saying little fool shit. All right, you ain't gonna play with me. You know what I'm saying? He said he had a problem with me because of a joke that I cracked in my interview with Bandman Kevo. I said, oh, his name 16 shot him, because if she's 16, he's shooting his shot. It was, it was a joke of him, you know, having the pedophile allegations and all that shit. <laughs> he didn't like the joke. We talked about it on phone as men. I apologize for the joke, okay? Yeah. After the apology, he got on the live stream with DJ Academics and told DJ Academics, I apologize, but he wasn't really feeling it. I say, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You gonna tell the motherfucker I said sorry and tell the motherfucker you want oh okay, now I'm on your ass. Yeah, now I'm on your ass. Now you trying to <laughs> now I'm on your ass. God. I tried to be cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but yeah, it ain't, you know, it's just a little friendly, little, you know, competitive. Right, well, uh, we do the same thing. Uh, but I done passed him up in subscribers. So we ain't worried about that no more. We just trying to um, we just trying to be the number one platform in, in, in Chicago. There you go. Now you're doing a good damn job, man. Uh, these stories that you're getting, uh, they're gonna stand the test of time, man. Uh, now you really hone down for your section. Uh, for those that um, and thank you for also letting people know what interviews be coming up too. Uh, but for those that um, do want to tune in platform, if you know anybody who on here hasn't subscribed already, go subscribe. But what's coming up as far as in the DJU University? In the DJU universe, right. uh, what's coming up? What you got coming on? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for, uh, you know what I'm saying, allowing me to no share blessings. my story on your platform. Uh, you know, and I, I appreciate did, you too for yeah. the them exclusives. I'm like, even I'm sitting here like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I did the one, I did the one with no jumper, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really want to do it. I ain't lying to you, but I went to do it just so I could kind of gather an in, uh, in experience. Yeah, I give Adam 22 you know his, uh, his flower. He, uh, uh, but I didn't mind doing this with you just because I do see what you got going on and yeah. we are in the same field, so I don't mind, you know what I mean? Much love. Sharing the love. But uh, we got the uh, we got the Charles the White interview, you know. Uh, I'll say rolling now because by the time they see this, yeah. you know. Cam Newton just came out. Uh, the one y'all did 
if y'all don't tune into that motherfucker, that needs to be a million views in a day too. Yeah. Tune into that motherfucker, it's yeah. going up. Yeah, so we just did Charles the White. Um, and just pinning on, you know, when this interview is released, when other people are looking at it, but we do, uh, we are anticipating an uh, interview with this guy named Big Mike, right? Okay. Uh, this, this is, this is, uh, this might be the biggest interview of the year, okay? Mm. Big Mike, who is Big Mike, right? So this is Wooski, blood brother. Oh. You know, Wooski, he from 63rd. Yes. But this is also King Von's rappy. His, so this, his 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 co-defendant. Oh shit! Okay, okay. So okay. this who this who coped the body with King Von? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told on King Von. Yeah, the one that they said uh, if he was alive, King Von would probably be doing some jail time. Is that well, no? He alive? No, I'm talking about they they were saying King Von if he was alive right now. Oh, uh, he, he would probably be going going to jail. Was I mean, it, it was a case that he was. Yeah, it was a case he was fighting. Well, no, against. no, not that case. Okay, 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 okay. The case that that what I'm talking about though. Von, it's, this is the case that Von beat. Oh, okay, okay. But he was still locked up because okay. he gave them a statement telling them that him and Von did the shit. But then when it was time for him to testify, he ended up recanting his statement. Mm-hmm. Act like he ain't no shit. So Von was left free, and then they gave him some more time for recanting his statement. Yeah. But how about this? Then the nigga went in and made an appeal and won his appeal. Oh, that's some weird shit, but hey, there you go. <laughs> so, so now he out, now he on. Hey. <laughs> that might be one of the biggest ones. Yeah, that might, hey, you that see might how be a story. You, you, you see how I had to break it all down <laughs> yeah, like that? That might be a story so, right there. So we're looking forward to that one, man, Um, because I feel like he'll be able to give us some real exclusive stories from both sides, the GD side and the BD side. Yeah. We can hear some untold Wooski stories, some old, untold King Von stories. And those type of stories are usually what my audience like to hear. You know what yeah, I mean? Most definitely. Most um, definitely. But besides that, brother, I just want to keep on um, covering Chicago um, because I have finally realized how much I mean to Chicago. Yeah. Um, when I gathered my success, I spent many days and nights wondering if I should move away from Chicago, if I should relocate, you know what I'm saying, somewhere else. I used to live in Atlanta, you know? Yeah. So I, sometimes I think about moving back to Atlanta, you know? Uh, quiet as kept. I be thinking about moving out here. You feel hey, me? Hey, it's open. But it's like hell. I say, I, I finally realized how much I mean to my city and how much my platform means to Chicago. So I think I'm gonna just stay there. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. From the outside looking in, just from the outside looking in, we down here in the south. It looked like shit is quelling, dying down to where it's okay to come outside and it's okay to actually tell a story where normally. To plat- you know, someone come on your platform and get to like starting shit. Right. Like your shit is actually like, hey, now nah, we getting yeah. calmer heads are resolving here. Yeah. We yeah. could you could tell yourself, I'm gonna go get this side and oh shit, let me come back on the tail. And, right. So we're seeing from downside. We're like, hey, it's that's not as now nah, hey, we can visit Chicago now. Maybe I mean, walk in, maybe go around. That's, that's that is my my objective. You know what I'm saying? My ultimate goal. I would like to calm a lot of shit down. You know, but like I mentioned earlier in our interview, when it comes to the gang life, I'm neutral. Yeah. So. You know, it's a little, you know, you kind of got to tread lightly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, uh, you know, when it comes to the game members, everybody don't necessarily respect the Nutri man. They call it, they call him Jimmy Neutron. That's what it's called in Chicago. You uh, feel man, look down on a Jimmy Neutron. No, for sure. Damn. Like when you locked up in Cook County Jail, if you neutral, you got to get to the end of the line when it's time for child. You Damn. know what I'm saying? When niggas is with their gangs and they holding hands and they praying, you're not even allowed to pray with niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
being neutral it really is like being at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to gang culture. You know what yeah. I mean? And I've been neutral my whole life, but that shit has became my advantage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because had I picked a side earlier in my life, I'd have had to stay on that side. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I honestly thank God every day that I never picked a side. Come feel on. Come so, on. Uh, to end this, to end this interview though, you know, I like to, uh, I like to always ask my guests to, to to leave a message for the youth. But today, I just want to take it upon myself to leave a message for the youth. You know what I'm saying? Please. I want the young niggas to believe in themselves, bro. Like believe in yourself. Believe in yourself before you believe in somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, Come on now. Take care of yourself. You feel me? A lot of us don't take care of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We smoke, we drink, we fuck, we party, we listen to loud music. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we 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 eat whatever the fuck we want to eat. Like nah, start start bucking it down on a lot of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Start cutting certain shit out. Start minimizing that drink from five days to probably two. You know what there I'm saying? Go. Like there you go. Health is wealth. Real. You know what I mean? You will live a long life. Just assume you're living a long life. And blacks don't crack. So go, it's a man. blessing to be 44 looking like you 34. You, you know what the, I'm yeah, You might get the most women. But you don't want to be you don't want to be 20 looking like you 30. Come on now. Because you popping all these pills and you can't remember what happened last night. Uh, but 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 third, um, least uh, or last but not least, most importantly, man, um, to my young brothers, man, um, let's 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 do a better job at protecting our young queens. You know what I'm saying? Protecting our young women. Um, granted, we did grow up in a time where. It was all about uh, fuck hoes, get money, and you know what I'm saying? Bitch, shake that ass, I'm gonna throw this cash. Um, but I feel like we, um, we, we probably fucked up with those type of chants and those type of lyrics yeah. because now these women are shaking their ass and they want that cash. You know what I'm saying? Now these women, yeah, they fucking, what's up? What you got for me? You know what I'm saying? Um, they doing this shit that we used to, I guess, hope for them to do. Yeah. No, not, 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 now they doing that shit. And now it's ugly it. because now we're men and now we're fathers. And now our daughters are coming up and they doing the same type of shit and we don't know how to handle it. Man. You know what I'm saying? I talked to my homie the other day. He said, he said, he said, DJ, you, you called me at, 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 at a crazy time, bro. But I'm glad you called. He said, man, I just went through my daughter's phone. She 11 years old and she talking about sucking. You know what I mean? Oh, shit, so I say that to say, we gotta we 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 just gotta pay more attention to what's going on around us. Pay less attention to the internet because that shit is facade, and pay more attention to what's going on around you with your family, with your friends, the people that mean the most to you. There you go, there you go. That's a message right there. Um, for those that do want to follow you, follow the YouTube channel, follow your IG. Um, how can they how can they get at you? Uh, follow me on Instagram at dju three one two. Or at underscore DJUTV. Good to have a backup but, page. But, but more importantly, bro, just subscribe to the YouTube channel. You ain't got to follow me on the gram because I probably won't follow you back. YouTube is very important. But, um, but just uh, subscribe to me on YouTube, DJUTV. No, real quick, I'm just, because the Grand Theft Auto trailer just dropped. What if they would have put Grand Theft Auto in Chicago? How, do you feel like that would have Man, Grand Theft Auto is another reason why we fucked up, man. <laughs> oh, hey, shit. look, for real. <laughs> shit. These kids sitting down playing these shoot 'em up bang bang games, running and stealing cars and shit. They doing that in a video game, so now they feel like they can do that shit in real life. That's yeah. Come on, bro. Y'all know we can talk about this shit all day. Yeah, come on. Man. Yeah, I know. God damn it, man. Well, you already know, know what we it talk is. About this shit all day, man. DJ, you man. DJ University, man. You got any, you got clothing or anything? Uh, nah, this. But you know this little bro shit. Yeah, right. there you go. There, yeah, you know, ain't, ain't shit funny when you broke. Let me make sure they. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. 
Ain't shit funny when you broke, man. Hey, there you go. DJU, DJ University, man, in the building, man. We got to salute it, man. You are real. Love, 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 real life love. Let go. Let go. Ah. Shout out real street stars, nigga. Moolah. Hey.